not in Kansas anymore. You have my curiosity. Are you telling me you built a time machine? The force will be with you. Welcome back to Get Real, the podcast where we get real about all of our favorite pop culture movies and TV shows. With me today is my Dark Knight Crusader co-host, Chris. Here he is. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm a co-host. Time for the podcast. Time for the podcast. How how long are the ears, though, mate? That's the big question. I've got really, really long ears. <laughs> I, I, I almost went into like Donald Trump doing Batman. Then <laughs> I've got I've got tiny hands. Okay, it's gonna be huge. You do like the, right. the hand, the mouth movement, the All hands, right. everything, and the squinty eyes. Okay. <laughs> You are a very, very nasty woman, okay? Build okay. a wall. Build, I'm gonna build a wall. It's going to be a huge, huge wall, okay? <laughs> All right, that's the end of the podcast. Done. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't already seen the title, we are talking this week all about the Batman, but the Batman from the Nolanverse. Ooh, the Nolanverse Dark Knight trilogy. Begins Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises is what we're going to talk through today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just generally a little bit all about Batman and stuff, I reckon. In in news of uh, certain news leaks and stuff yes. like that. So, in terms of news, Chris. Okay, okay. Let's and, drop some hot news. And before we get on to DC. Hot news. You've got to do a bit of Marvel first. Uh, you, you can't do anything but Marvel nowadays. But it's not really Marvel, it's Sony, Chris. Because uh, it's we'll Sony do... Marvel, the worst type of Marvel. <laughs> just just absolutely opened up that kind of, kind of worms on you then. You, you got my hopes up with Marvel news <laughs> and then you twisted it on me. Twisting the knife, mate. It is Uh, like a knife. Yeah, Woody Harrelson as Carnage. So Tom Hardy has teased some photos, which uh, I'm fairly certain got taken down. No, Um, sorry, I'm thinking of something else. So Woody Harrelson, (laughs) photos of Woody Harrelson as Carnage, but not as Carnage as Woody Harrelson. I shared the first one of this on our Instagram as soon as Tom Hardy posted it. At GetRealPod. At GetRealPod on Instagram. Humble brag. Soft plug. Um, yeah, he looks pretty cool. He's got the wacky ginger hair. So we did see him at the end of Venom 1 in prison. He seems to be out of prison. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He looks crazy. That sounds like like carnage to me. Yeah, um, it looks like they've tamed the wig back a little bit from what we saw. Yeah, maybe that's his like unkempt prison hair, and then he. Yeah, maybe he's had to keep up with that Garnier because <laughs> he's worth hair it. dye because he's worth it, and he had to go and you know. <laughs> it's maybe just going to be weird seeing bit. Woody Harrelson with hair full stop. Yeah, like a like curly red hair. It's going to look really weird because he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? He's been bald since like the eighties. <laughs> However, I do think he's going to be a super interesting Cletus Cassidy. He's going to be unhinged. Cletus Cassidy. I, I was trying to think of his name. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait for, waiting for me to say it first. Yeah. All I could like think of was Caduceus Clay from Critical Role, but that's something completely bloody different. So yeah, it's a very like uh, like poor poor photo, really, but it gives you a little bit of a look Have at Have you seen style. Tom Hardy's Instagram? Well, it's full of poor photos. Yeah, <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. He's like a 15-year-old boy who's really into, like, Ed Hardy. Yeah, it's like he just goes absolutely ham on the Instagram filters and, like, yeah. you know that really old one where it looks like you've taken Proper it with, like... crushed HDR. Yeah, where it looks like you've taken it with taken it with a, um, a film camera, like yeah. that one, but it's, like, a really bad, like, yeah. day one Instagram edit. Yeah. Lo-fi and whatever the other oh. one is. 
I've got some stuff like that on my Instagram. If you scroll right down to the bottom, it's horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, um, the other thing that I don't think you've seen is the video footage. Okay, there's a video. So it's a really short, short video footage of um, Woody Harrelson. He's in the middle of a street. Uh, It's almost quite reminiscent of when Venom is in the uh, lobby of okay, that building yeah. and then the security or SWAT teams attack him. Yeah. But it looks what it is, it's it's Carnage, but Woody Harrelson. So no see he's dressed in that like Hawaiian shirt and okay. stuff. And he's in front of some cars and then there's police like saying, Stop right there and then they start shooting and you see his arms kind of do this weird twisty thing with his arms and he kind of stands there. So obviously I think what's happening CGI. is is yeah, it's room for CGI red carnage arms to go out and no doubt shield himself like prototype style yeah prototype the video game yeah and then he's just going to be like tentacle kill (laughs) yeah no doubt causing some tentacle some carnage some oh god god didn't take long to get that joke in there did it okay uh, so what are we thinking towards venom 2 we went to see venom together Mm, i've not seen it since have you seen it since no it's come out on blu-ray since yeah months ago I think that's like the only Spider-Man property Blu-ray that I don't own. That probably says a lot about what we thought. Of <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it, yeah, it was the, it was Ven- fine. the Venom's good. Yeah, it looks it's great. The effects are good. The villain was trash. Like I, Riz Ahmed is fantastic actor. Yeah, but having like, I know it sounds stupid, like because we're excited for Carnage almost, but like Venom fighting Venom. Yeah was stupid and like the colors weren't that different when they were having that final fight on the way to the spaceship yeah it's just i abs- couldn't tell what no, the hell was, was going a on a bit of a bit of a head fuck really yeah. trying to trying to see what's going on with like all all the cgi and i remember us two just sort of looking at each other seeing it and the cinema just like yeah what's going on yeah and as if you've listened to previous episodes you'll know my thoughts about venoms versus venoms and <laughs> people, iron mans versus yeah. iron mans and people stuff fighting like the this. same version of themselves yeah like, it, that can be done really interestingly but, yeah like I mean, we'll get on to maybe yeah with batman begins yeah maybe um like it can be done really well and say something like black panther yeah see black panther's good because it the the different enough yeah like because the whole point of like fighting another version of yourself or like you see it in films and video games and every sort of media fighting like the shadow version of yourself yeah, almost sorry. is to deal with your own personal demons and it's a personal enemy for you then yeah and scratch that what i just said about that i mean in terms of what black panther does is it it does that whole thing where you're not sure whether that person is the bad guy or not I mean, that's what worked with black panther is it added more to um there were two sides Mike, of the michael same jordan's coin. character yeah because well you you kind of got where michael jordan's character what was his name again killmonger killmonger you get you get where killmonger's coming from in terms of his premise and why he's you know his reasons yeah for doing you what almost doing. agree with him until yeah. a certain point and then obviously when he starts you know going villain then you don't yeah. agree with him but you know i mean you can't really say the same about riz ahmed exactly he's like, just a bit psychotic and just wants to, and just like he venom. was just such a plain boring bad guy like you like that's what i'm saying like you could have said more like yeah. fighting another version of yourself like there's a chance to say more about the protagonist but yeah. this didn't inform anything about the protagonist mm. like it was just a cgi mush at the end of it yeah and I think so we- hopefully this will 
counteract it with obviously with them being different colors one being bright red one one being black like you can tell the difference a bit more rather than dark gray and black and obviously you've got this like hillbilly character rather than oh mate i mean we're assuming it probably might be a little bit different well that's the thing the the scenes with riz ahmed's we can't even remember what his character was called (laughs) i I can't even remember what the venom character was called in there yeah exactly (laughs) um like why didn't they just give everyone Carnage first? You already had Woody Harrelson at the end of the film. <laughs> That's you the already, question. You already made that acting choice. Yeah, you had him signed on. Like, <laughs> I would have rather have had... Or just just don't have a villain and just have Venom going against the cops or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, yeah. have, like, the dark takeover of Venom, like, twisting Eddie into committing crimes and stuff. Yeah, that would have... Yeah, you know what? Give give this man a script. <laughs> Just give me a budget. Get this man a script. Black, pa- Black Panther reference. Sorry. That was a Black Panther yeah. Captain America reference. Yeah. Get this man a shield. Uh, yeah. Mm. I forgot what my point was now. I think, yeah. I... Oh, yeah. We didn't spend any time, like, in the time that we did spend with Riz Ahmed's character outside of the fight sequences, you just didn't care about him at all. Like, no. they didn't build his character at all, whereas with Cletus Cassidy, you can build this interesting, deranged character. It would yeah. be a lot more like Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tying it in again to where this episode's Very going. nice segue. But yeah. too early of a segue, Chris, because there's more. Well, I, ma- more I made two about. Batman references in one Venom segment. Anyway, off Venom. So Sonic's come out. Yeah, <laughs> speaking Sonic of Batman, came out. Speaking of things all red, black, and blue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> speaking of characters, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the podcast, guys. Carnage is red. Knuckles is red. Knuckles is from the Sonic universe. There's your segue. <laughs> that sounded like the worst Valentine's poem ever. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed Valentine's Day this week. Sam's now got a Valentine's poem for you. Knuckles are blue. No, no, Knuckles is red. <laughs> right, um, Sonic's come out, and apparently it's it's okay. You were meant to go see this today. I though. was meant to go see it today. Things came up in personal lives, so we didn't end up going to see it. It probably turned out for the best that I didn't go see it. I've got a lot of stuff done today. But I've seen people slamming it, yeah. and then I've seen children really enjoying it. Like, I know family members who have taken children to see it, and they've really liked it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it sets up something at the end, right? Like different characters. I don't know anything, and I kind of don't want to know anything. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it now, just so I don't say anything. Uh, I've listened to a full podcast episode on this that went spoiler heavy from okay. the get go on it. So, from what I've heard, I'm not gonna tell you any okay. plot points for Sonic. And if anyone out there is yeah. really worried about spoilers, I mean, you're a little bit worried because you're gonna go pay to go watch it. So I don't want to spoil Potentially. it. Potentially, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, potentially pay we'll to see go where watch the, it. Oh. <laughs> we, we'll see where the week goes. Either I don't see it, or I'm going to pay money to see this one. So the the I think the problems people had with Sonic were not well. It was Sonic. Sonic was the problem in the film. Apparently, obviously they had to that do doesn't sound good for no. a Sonic film. <laughs> but apparently, uh, Jim Carrey's Doctor Robotnik kills it. To be honest, that's what I'm going to the cinema to see it for yeah apparently me and my girlfriend are big jim carrey fans yeah. so seeing him like return to form with this crazy out there character yeah he's very much um what from what i've heard very ace ventura in this film okay that's but, good but one, one, <gasps> somebody stop me 
one really funny thing that I heard is that without any kind of context for the first half of this film, when Jim Carrey appears, is it could be Ace Ventura 2. Okay. Ace Ventura 3. <laughs> Ace Ventura 3, sorry. He's no, trying, Ace he's, Ventura 4, because yeah. they made a third Pet one when he, was, he, when he was a kid. Some could say a Sonic detective. Oh. But yeah, apparently the end, a character is revealed, and apparently it's going leaning more video gamey yeah i mean so i'm i'm hoping maybe we get like some like the rest of the cast maybe from sonic games or something i mean i'm gonna speculate i'm I'm gonna really throw it out there but if you know sonic it's either gonna be knuckles tails or it's gonna be um shadow the hedgehog is i'm thinking maybe they set up uh, shadow as the next villain yeah that'd be sick that'd be sick do you remember, yeah. this came up on, a, on that same podcast I listened to, but did you ever play that old Shadow the Hedgehog game? Where um, he had M14s. Yeah, <laughs> when he had fucking guns. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, 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 was that, that was like the year before the awful Sonic game came out, you know, just after the launch of the 360, where yeah. he kisses a human girl he but, has a love interest that's a human girl but the shadow the hedgehog game and was Amy's actually really good yeah like, did you play that yeah he was yeah. riding around on a motorbike why is he riding a motorbike he's quicker without it because he is <laughs> he cool, travels man. at the speed of well, yeah. sound <laughs> why does he need a motorbike and why does he's it... slower on the motorbike why does he need guns with bullets when he's probably faster than what a bullet is he's probably more dangerous himself they, he is <laughs> faster than a bullet i think you yeah. see that in the intro he's more dangerous than and the two guns that he's holding. But, but I, I really forgot it, it that It was he, the edgy Sonic reboot we never knew we wanted. I honestly completely forgot that he had two pistols in this in this game. I totally forgot in this that film, was a thing. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, Sonic just... Shadow just comes in and pops a cap in Jim Carrey. I know, and then he... he just shoots James Marden in the face. Yeah, Marston. and then he just pops a cap in Sonic's foot and absolutely... And then Sonic's stuck You never in run a, it again, bitch. Stuck in a wheelchair in Sonic 2. There you go. He shoots him in the base of the spine like the Joker does to Oracle. Boom. You're not Batgirl no more. Oh, he's keeping it relevant. I am keeping it relevant. This same uh, joke. So it was. It was. I think it was the the Hey Fam podcast. They shout out. Shout out. I mean, not like they need it. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> um, but they watched this in 4DX. Have you ever heard of 4DX? Oh, so is this what it is? Is this where you sit in the seats which rumble you when you're moving? And yeah. Stuff? So I don't. I, I, the reason I'm bringing this up is because we should definitely go choose a film to watch this in. If we Top have Gun it. Mavericks, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> getting feel... tossed about in a fighter plane. <laughs> Seriously, sick after watching it. How many so... G's do you get in those suits? <laughs> <laughs> They're just locks behind you, and there's just like an ejector seat, like in Bond. You just like fly out the ceiling. No, you the know cinema. those 4D experiences where you go in the little booth. They've always got them in like shopping centers or at like NAF theme parks, and yeah. you just like lock yourself in, and it's like shakes you about, and it's yeah. a 3D experience. They spit some water at you. Plot twist all the walls in the cinema fall down like big wooden panels and you're actually at a roller coaster <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me tom cruise sets that up for yeah. someone but yeah uh, apparently it's um it has like air blows on you um and then they have smell of vision um, yeah no well no it's um they have it set up so the air blows you've got obviously vibrations built into the chair you can have it so the air blows on the back of your neck as well of like um, tense moments yeah but another thing is that you can have an option for water when like there's like there's splashes and stuff that like, you get, get splashed a little bit and the seats do move or move around a bit as well yeah 
But I think it'd be... I don't know whether we have anything like that in the UK. I don't know whether it's 4DX or is it... Um, I know there was something in one of the Liverpool cinema. The, um, so the one in the Trafford Centre is getting VR, the VR films. Yeah, IMAX VR, that, yeah. isn't it? And then the, I know the one in Glasgow. I know that's not local to us, but in Glasgow... So relevant. Back when I went in, like, 2012 or something. What year did Oblivion come out? 2012? Oblivion. Oh, Tom Cruise Oblivion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a while ago. Ran it back to Tom Cruise. 2000, uh, 2013, I think it was. Um, I went to see that in Glasgow. Yeah. Great film. Oblivion is a great film. Um, that had, like, movable chairs, like... Like the 4DX stuff, only not as intense. They had that back then, so I'm going to guess maybe they upgraded them. Chris? What? 4DX is a Cineworld in the UK. Well. Well. Is that that in the new super screen Cineworld that's just opened up in Warrington? We'll talk about this later, (laughs) and we we will... Maybe. Let's go see. Let's go see the Batman. They have um, in that 4DX Disney Pixar onward in 4DX and Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. It seems weird having it for an animated film. Yeah, hopefully there's lots of water in it because <laughs> that's what I want. No. Day old water squirting out of me from a chair. <laughs> Open up your mouth and get a free drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just reckon if I fill it full of Dr Pepper, they'll squirt that at me. Well. You never know. Because the drinks are expensive enough. Yeah, just spray it into my mouth for free, just bit by bit. I, I cannot, you're only allowed to drink when there's like You go to see Underwater with Kristen Stewart in it, just for that. Not Kristen, yeah. yeah. Forcing you to go Kristen to the toilet. Stewart, speaking of Glasgow, Chris. Yeah, and, and speaking of the Batman, like I said, yeah. Do you want to Segways. touch on this? Okay, so we have new videos and new images of the Batman, the bat suit from the Batman. So we discussed it last time we had the teaser, but now we get a full body reveal from the set in Glasgow. So they went to the uh, Necropolis in Glasgow, I believe it was. Yeah. Um and they've been shooting outdoor motorcycle scenes. A very funny outdoor <laughs> motorcycle scene. So he's like having a motorbike race almost with someone and then as soon as he gets up to the camera he just bails out of the motorbike. Yeah, you can't tell whether maybe... So let, let's wonder what's happening here, right? I was like, so, did he mean to do that? Because the stunt guy seemed pretty calm about it. Yeah, I mean, before we start talking about, you know, the shots of Batman, let's just really talk about this little video first. <laughs> it needs the time. And this is a Batman episode, Chris. This is a Batman episode. It. It's all relevant. So he's going down this long street, isn't mm-hmm. he? With another stunt driver next to Yeah, down to from him. the necropolis. So I'm, I'm going to guess, throw it out there, maybe that's standing in for the grounds of Way Manor. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, actually. Anyway, carry on. Um, so, yeah, you've got another biker to the side, and you've got Robert Pattinson, Pattinson Robert in Pattinson. his Batman get-up, which we'll touch on in a bit, uh, which is a different costume. To Our what, bats. Yeah. What's that? Our bats. Okay, we'll people call it our bats. People used to call them our pats, so our bats. Our bats. Um, who's in a different costume to what we saw in the screen, the camera test? Was it a different costume? I think it is. It looks a way more. The the helmet looks a little bit different. It's more like a. It's not like the cowl that he's got. Oh, was that the one where in the yeah, so the eyes were covered almost with yeah. this? Uh, yeah, in this suit. Yeah. But did you also notice there was a photo of them replacing the eyes with green eyes? 
So I'm going to guess that's for CGI work, maybe to give him the white eyes, or maybe he had like a heads-up display in it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, I saw someone say they had proper gaslight, uh, Gotham by Gaslight vibes from this, because of the whole... From the setting? Yeah, the Gotham-y kind of... Yeah, Gothamy, the Gothic Gotham. Yeah, that they're going well, for. Yeah. That's where it gets the name from. It's always been kind of Gothic, hasn't it, yeah. with its architecture and stuff. Which, like Scotland and the UK, is perfect to do that. Yeah, in. you know what the the shot of the necropolis in Glasgow. Um, obviously, it's not as cityscape behind it, but with a bit of CGI and a bit of visual effects, you could make it look real. Well, that's why I'm thinking possibly Wayne Mansion. Because how many times have you seen it in different versions where Wayne Mansion is like well out of the city? It's normally on like a hilltop. They've got mm. their own graveyard in it, mm. and then he like leaves in the Batmobile, doesn't he? Typically, yeah. like down these like dark alleyways to get to the city. Yeah. So maybe it's a version of that. So anyway, the thing that matters in this conversation is that he's going down the street. And he falls off this bike. <laughs> proper bails. <laughs> he proper, yeah, the proper bails. Because the person that's next to him like lifts the visor up for a second. So it's almost like that's the take done. And it's almost like he doesn't know how to stop the bike and he just like <laughs> falls off. Or maybe he was going too fast. He's like, I can't get this without killing yeah. the camera guy. Let it, me it bail just, the bike Just off. where it cuts off is just like, perfect for like comedic <laughs> timing because it's almost like the camera guy or woman has like panicked and like switched it off to like run over and help yeah him. <laughs> um there's a twitter account called perfectly cut screams and it's it's a twitter account where they post different videos of like something happening and somebody screaming but they seem to like cut it right as the oh, scream happens so, so it's just like so you could just imagine like that in this video like it's cut just as the bike was about to hit someone it's like oh. it's literally so perfect i think the only thing that would make it more perfect if it went on that little bit more and you just saw him like lie on the floor dead stiff because he falls off really <laughs> stiff and then it cuts off yeah but i uh, noticed none of i don't think any of the photos that we got were robert pattinson in the suit i think it was all a stunt guy yeah because he the i was i was showing my girlfriend this like the photo and said that's robert pattinson and it's like it doesn't look like doesn't him. look anything like him no. i think it's a stunt guy doing Unless all he's that stuff really beefed like since we saw well i don't mean that just photos. like the face the mouth doesn't look anything yeah. like him what's your thoughts on this visual representation of him i okay so from the test footage from the screen test that we got i, I really liked it yeah Seeing it with the arms and stuff, it's strange. Like, it feels mm. weird to me. I do like it. It's a new take. It, mm. Like I put on our Instagram, check out our Instagram, mm. it feels more realistic. Like, it feels like homemade armor that he's made. And, like, he's got the, the stuff on his arms, almost like Black Widow's um, bracelets with the different tools on and stuff like that. And he's got a proper utility belt as well. It feels a lot more realistic. It feels like something that you could make yourself, mm. which is what we said last time. Yeah, I reckon this is going to be one of those films that when we get a trailer for it is almost like so different to what we've had with the comic book movies yeah. that we've had. I think it's going to be quite... I think it's going to be really interesting. It's a lot more of a bulky suit. Yeah. Like bulky yeah. with loads of different segments to it. Like it feels like bulky bulletproof armour Yeah, rather than a sleek... Batman doing somersaults from building to building type thing. It feels yeah. a lot more like street level detective, like year one type stuff. It's almost like a perfect, like in the middle, 
between what we got with Christian Bale's Batman and the Dawn of Justice version of Batfleck. Yeah. Like though of the armored suit, you mean? Yeah, where yeah. He, he's like he's like massive, isn't he? Yeah, it's almost he like a nice buff. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a, a a perfect split between that, which is cool. I, the I, the helmet does give me Gotham by gas uh, Gotham by gaslight. Bit of a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Yeah, um, vibes to it like leather sort of. We got short ears as well. I would say they were short ears. They're very small short ears though. Yeah. Very tiny little short. Maybe that's his biking helmet, though. Maybe it's like aerodynamic. Possibly. I reckon we might see two different costumes in this as well. I reckon we'll see maybe more. Okay. Maybe more. I I reckon, like, maybe either this is his first suit or it's his second suit and the end of the film, we might get a third. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of the Bat Cycle? It looks just like a normal black motorbike, except for the front, obviously, instead of having the windscreen. Mm. Or maybe they're going to CGI the windscreen in so that they don't get reflections and stuff. Yeah. They do that all the time. Um, yeah, it does look a bit like a bat face, doesn't it? Yeah. It just looks like a motorbike, really. Nothing too special. It's not like yeah. an absurdly bat-like face. No. It's not like it's the... Gonna... What, what was the bat cycle in... The Nolan films called it was like yeah, a, it had a special name in the Bat Cycle, well, didn't it? In in the it came Nolan films. out of the Batmobile, didn't it? Yeah, um, it, it was came like, out of the tumbler with the spinny wheel in it. Yeah, it had like a, but that's like a bit more like a, I don't really know how to describe it. It's almost like a like a futuristic space bike. Yeah, like you can imagine what they would have in like the well, the tumbler seemed pretty futuristic anyway. Yeah, where this is just more like a standard bike in it. Yeah, it's just like a yeah. what you'd expect. It's like it's, he's shot bought it and just spray painted it black. Yeah, do you reckon it's going to have any... Do you reckon I'm looking at something like that, like his tech and Maybe stuff, some gadgets. Maybe um, some gadgets in it. Maybe, I mean, he's got some kind of gadgets on his arms, doesn't he? Well, that's he, what I'm saying about, like, the, the... I think that's a armour and maybe grappling stuff, maybe. Maybe. Um, He's got a proper, like, thick utility belt. Like, he's got shit in those pockets. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, the Christian Bale one where you'd never see him use really anything from his no, pockets. Yeah. Like, I think... He's going to have some tech, but it's going to be like hand rigged, like maybe some bowlers to trip someone up. Or do you reckon this is a killer Batman? No, no. Do you no, reckon I think that's he's, like? I think like, Matt Reeves is like, going to stick to like Batman doesn't kill. Yeah, like he doesn't even like he would probably try and save people instead of just like leaving them to die type thing. I think it's even more interesting when we look at like the backdrop and stuff that we get and the style of it, and you see that Batman. And then you think the Riddler and Penguin are in this film? Mm. If it does feel really gothic, like it feels more like the Arkham games in tone. Yeah, and I think that's what we're probably going to get more like, almost like Nolan verse. Like this bat suit doesn't uh, feels like it wouldn't have been out of place in Batman Begins. No, it wouldn't probably. No. Yeah. Speaking of Batman Begins. <laughs> Have we got anything else? Oh, I saw some concept art that somebody made for... It was a teaser of Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. Oh, I And it was I done this. in the style... Was it, it like a purple style yeah, of the camera was, test? Yeah, yeah, it was like the camera test only. It was kind of Arkham-y, kind of like New 52, early New 52 Catwoman style. Yeah. I think that looked really good. I think the only reason I knew that it wasn't real was because um, I've seen that image of Zoe Kravitz going around everywhere. Like, it was the same pose. You could tell they had just photoshopped the costume over the top. Yeah. 
But that looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see what she looks like, whether she's going to be like full Catwoman or whether she's just going to be Selena Kyle in this. Mm. I think that it kind of, from what we've seen, it's going to be very tough for us to guess what they're going to look like. I think think it's going to be a really interesting version of those characters, especially with the Colin Farrell penguin that we've got. That kind of looked a bit like Bane, don't you think, from Dark Knight Rises with like the furry jacket on and stuff? Yeah. Borg jacket. Yeah. I I think that is going to be... like I think what we're going to get from Paul Dano is going to be what you get on the tin with the Riddler. You say Dano? I say Dano. Is it Dano? Paul Dano. Dano? Dano? Dano is what I always hear people say. Hmm. I could be wrong. I think what we get from him is going to be what we get on the Riddler tin. You know what I mean? I think he's not going to surprise yeah. us when we see his costume. All high maybe. glasses. Yeah, or Umbrella. maybe... Yeah. Or you know he's got that look hasn't he yeah um i think the penguin is going to be the most interesting thing i also think maybe this version of the riddler might be kind of like tech heavy as well almost like the arkham stuff yeah he's gonna lay sort of like traps like that with like lots of screens and stuff because you could imagine him like being like a hacker version of the riddler so i was about to jump the gun a bit when we were when you mentioned back Batman Begins. There is one more Batman story that okay. came out about um, Ben Affleck spoke to the New York Times about why he left the role. Yeah. Have you read this? Um, I read the bit about the Batman script. Yeah. So with a bit where, yeah, so he says, I showed somebody the Batman script, he said, and they said, I think the script is good. I also think you'll drink yourself to death if you go through what you just went through again. This was in reference to... Uh, the Dawn of Justice and the Justice League filming process. Yeah. Apparently, and the whole yeah. thing was an absolute shit show. Yeah, it was a shit show. And also, he was drinking quite heavily. Like, it's been publicized that like, he had a drinking addiction well, as, got, while he was going through a separation from his wife. Didn't as well. he get admitted into rehab? Yeah, I think he admitted himself into rehab. Yeah, he did. I yeah. think it was either just after Justice League, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I think yeah. it was just after the. Um, Marketing tour. Yeah, and then you had the everything. International marketing you tour. had everything that Zack Snyder went through during that film, losing his daughter, mm. and then you've got the pressure from Warner Brothers as well. Um, you've just got everything, haven't you? It's I think tough. there's so much potential there. Maybe that could be an episode: the potential of the DCEU. Yeah. Well, we need like, to do. We need to do a DC, a more modern DCEU, or DCU. What was it called? DCEU was yeah. what people were calling it, but they yeah. didn't officially call it that. They officially then called it World of DC, World of DC. in one interview. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. So we I, we think we need to do a more modern World of DC retrospective, and we definitely need to do a Marvel retrospective. Yeah. Anyway, no no space for Marvel in this. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, basically Affleck spoke to the New York Times saying he drank relatively normally for a long time what happened was that you started drinking more and more when my marriage fell apart this was 2015-16 my drinking of course created more marital problems production on the batman continued post affleck robert patterson being cast as the dark knight blah 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 and so basically yeah he moved away because of those issues and just the amount of pressure that he was going to put on himself by producing mm. the Batman. Yeah, because um, he was going to direct, produce, and star at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, but it's quite interesting that obviously there was all this, but even from just a directing point of view, I know obviously there's a lot more pressure when you 
um, direct and act in a film. Mm. This isn't something that he's not done before. You know, he did The Town. Well, that's um, what I was about to mention. I like his directing work. Like, I think The Town would be great, and I think that would be a good tone mm. for the version of the Batman that we seem to be yeah. getting. But it's almost quite interesting that you see someone Matt, like Matt Reeves pick up that mantle and that, uh, you know, hopefully that you don't cut that that same issue isn't... Or even, like, not the same issue, but even that amount of pressure and stuff doesn't get put on a director like that because he's a brilliant director from the Planet I of the Apes think, series, isn't I it? I think the issue with the pressure was because you are taking on Batman and this was the first time we were getting a live-action Justice League. And because the the success of the MCU and the success of the Avengers, I think that's what the pressure was. And I think Ben got a lot of flack when a lot of it wasn't his fault. It was script changes and reshoots yeah. and everything like that. I think the cast that DC got was amazing. Like, fantastic cast. And Gal Gadot as... Um, uh, Wonder Woman, Henry Cavill as Superman, Ezra Miller as The Flash, and then Jason Momoa out left wing as uh, Aquaman. Like I can't see anybody else in most of those roles. Now. No, I, think I act- mean Flash, yeah. I can play yeah. around with just because I like the TV version as well. Yeah, but that casting is phenomenal. I can't see anybody else as live action Wonder Woman. And I no. think even with Ben Affleck, they nailed it. But Warner Brothers screwed the pooch with. Those films yeah, really did. Definitely. And I think we're going to get a bit of a different look now with the Batman than probably mm. what we would have had. Um, I'm just looking through now. Obviously, Matt Reeves did the Planet of the Apes, two, two of the Planet of the Apes films. Which ones did he do? He did, um, he did Dawn. Rise and Dawn, didn't he? No, he did Dawn and War. Dawn and War, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. so he did, the yeah. Third, he did the last two. Uh, he also directed 10 Cloverfield Lane in Cloverfield. We always think J.J. Abrams, but it was only J.J. Abrams' production company that. Oh, yeah. I think Matt yeah, Reeves yeah. did direct these films. So if I knew Abrams Oh, no, didn't... sorry. He didn't direct. He was just involved with the films. I was going to say, I think J.J. did direct the first Cloverfield. Yeah. That was Dan Tra- Trachtenberg, who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Either way, if he had something, to, you know, if he even if he yeah. produced it, it's still going to be ace. So, yeah, exciting. Yeah, exciting. I am looking forward to the Batman. Yeah. It's almost like hitting the reset button a little bit, which it's is nice. It's been enough time since we had a solo Batman film. Yeah, and I think I think you'd kind of be shooting it in the foot already if you did carry on with Ben Affleck. And I think it would be an unfair, you know, based off what fans think and the response they would get, I think it would just be totally unfair on the film, and I think it it wouldn't do as well as yeah. what we would want to see it well, do. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why Birds of Prey has suffered a bit, is because yeah. it's linked to these previous films. Yeah, it's the cri- linked the to Suicide Squad. Like, the new Suicide Squad, I think, is going to struggle for maybe the first week due to the last Suicide Squad until people realise what maybe James Gunn's done with it. I think a lot more people are going to wait to see what the reception is before they go see it. Mm. Like I said, very interesting. Very interested on whether these universes with the Batman and Joker, whether they will tie in or whether they will, re- you know, redo the universe. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, or maybe just to play. Let's let's just really go out there. No, he's going out there. He's what, holding his hand up. What <laughs> he's if, making a statement? What if the Joker yes. and the Batman? Yes. 
are in the same universe. People have been saying that a lot. I'm fine with the Joker just being separate and not getting a sequel to the Joker. No. Uh, at least not based around the Joker. But how would you feel if you had like a like a little tie-in from the Batman that's a tie-in? That, I'll be fine to, with to it, but I don't really want it. To recognise that these are in it. the same continuity. Yeah, I'll be fine with it, but I don't really want it. Mm. Like, because then I think all you're going to hear for like the next five years after the Batman comes out is, when are we getting the Batman-Joker crossover? Yeah, maybe it's too soon. And I don't know if the tones would work the same. Like Joker was a great film, but I feel like it was like one and done. Like I think they need to do more Elseworlds stuff and kind of keep the characters separate for now. Yeah, definitely. Although, We've... actually, fresh news. There was something else to mention in the news while we're the talking about worlds of ECs and DCEU. The Flash is back in active production now. Oh, okay. I don't know who's directing it. I don't know if they got new directors, but it's now scheduled for 2022. Okay, a year so after. Two years ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, two years away. Apparently Ezra Miller's still attached, and it is going to be based around Flashpoint again. Okay. Which, now that we've had a solo film from Aquaman, and we'll have two Wonder Woman films, maybe even a third one by then, maybe in 2022 we'll be getting a third one, we are meant to be seeing the version of Flashpoint. And Shazam. From, and yeah. Shazam, we'll have more of them. So, because, yeah, Shazam plays a part in the Flashpoint comic books as well, uh, the Flashpoint comic books as well, mm-hmm. um, we are meant to see those two go head-to-head, like in the comic books. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, because in the comic books, if you don't know, with Flashpoint spoilers, if this is what they're going to do, uh, Wonder Woman in the Amazons and Atlanteans are at war, and I believe Wonder Woman beheads Mira in front of Aquaman. Yeah, something brutal like that. And I I remember having this conversation with you when they were talking about doing The Flash before or just after. It was somewhere around the Justice League films and they were rushing it through. I was like, we don't need Flashpoint this soon. I remember having this conversation with you. The whole point Flashpoint made in the comic books was the fact that you cared about all these characters and Mm. seeing an Elseworlds version of him was shocking. Yeah, like getting the Flashpoint Earth Two version of um, Thomas Wayne as the Batman and yeah. his mum becoming the Joker and like Aquaman and Wonder Woman going at loggerheads and Wonder Wonder Woman being a villain in it essentially. Yeah, the whole reason you care about that is because you care about the characters and seeing them step so far away from their moral compass and everything yeah. made such a big difference. Whereas. Like when we first got these DC films, if you jump in, if you do two films which are met at best with like Dawn of Justice and Suicide Squad, and then you rush in Justice League to then do Flashpoint, you don't care about these characters. You haven't built them up enough to then be like, but here's a different version of them. It's like, well, we don't know the original version to care about the different version. And it's a good time to introduce Reverse Flash in as well. yeah, Yeah. And I think. See, I still, I think I said to you, the best thing to do for Flash 1 would just be have Reverse Flash as the villain and then Flashpoint 2. Uh, sorry, Flash 2 being Flashpoint. But I think now we're okay because everyone's fallen in love with um, Jason Momoa's Aquaman and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. And yeah. I think that's why they are, they announced this. They said, we're getting Flashpoint in 2022. Nothing to do... They didn't mention anything about whether Ezra Miller was still attached or who the directors and writers are, mm. but they said, we'll see Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman and Jason Momoa's Aquaman in it. 
Interesting. Like that was like the selling point of when they when this came out this week. Yeah. So we'll potentially see a evil version of Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa. See, now I'm interested in that. Like this conversation that we had like back in the day, I think it was when we got out of we we went to a midnight screening at the Trafford Center, I know that much. I think it might have been Suicide Squad and we were leaving and I was like, I don't want Flashpoint. As a big Flash fan, don't want Flashpoint. Mm. Now I'm saying, yeah, give me Flashpoint yeah, because yeah, I, I want to see these yeah. other versions. That, which is the exact point I made to you. You need to care about these characters before you want to see these characters in a yeah. different way. Yeah, for sure. And the final thing is Suicide Squad has wrapped. So that's okay. Done. That's done now. I did not so, see that. That seems yeah. like a small production, like... Well, to be fair, a lot of it was probably on set. And yeah, stuff like a lot that. of it we've probably not seen. Yeah. Um, I think it was, was it Panama that they've done it in? Yeah. Yeah. So that they've wrapped there. That was the final bits yeah. they were shooting. So yeah, that's done. That's yeah, because uh, I remember them announcing production starting quite a while ago. So it was probably all on closed mm. sets and then they went to Panama to do the final stuff. Yeah. Because so... it felt like the Eternals were shooting for a long time compared to... Justice League, uh, sorry, Suicide Squad. Yeah. But James Gunn, I think, is quite tight with how he shoots stuff. Yeah, so we might be not far off maybe seeing a trailer for this at some point now. Uh, maybe Comic-Con or yeah. the, uh, the con season, so summertime. Yeah, cool, exciting. So we've been going well, for, we've gone for quite a while This is just there. a big DC episode. Yeah, this. maybe we should split this into two episodes. Oh! Maybe a big news catch-up and then maybe... Maybe, and then we drop into... The Dark Knight trilogy. So we start with the Nolan verse, which yep. we'll call it, with Batman the Dark Begins. Dark Knight trilogy. Exactly. But only two of these films are called The Dark Knight. Well, it's still known as The Dark Knight trilogy. When it's released it on Blu ray, it's The Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. I'm just being an ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the fact that you're trying to keep Christopher Nolan's name in it so much because he was the mastermind behind all this. For and sure. he is a mastermind in general. Yeah. I know it's not a hot take that I think everybody in the world agrees with it. Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan's a filmmaking genius. He is. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. So when we start with Batman Begins, so how many, what have you caught up on recently? Uh, I watched The Dark Knight a couple months ago. Yeah. Because that's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always been shown on TV and stuff like that. So I, I caught that recently. Yeah. Um, I will say, do we want to talk about which one our favourite is first? Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll do that first. Or, or like, should we rank them in order of how good they are? Maybe we should rank them in order at the end. Okay. Maybe we should okay. talk about okay. them first. So. Okay. Let's say I, I well I caught up on uh, Batman Begins because to be honest I'd never watched that film all the way through. Um, okay, and then I watched The Dark Knight today. I've not watched The Dark Knight Rises again, but that was I can kind of remember what yeah. happens in that. Um, so in terms of how these films hold up, watching them now, I say Batman Begins kind of is the one that struggles the most. Um, it's so. Well, basically, I made note. So the first forty-five minutes of this film, it could it, it isn't a Batman film. It's just there's nothing in terms of um, full spoilers for the Dark Knight trilogy. By the way, yeah, yeah, ob- <laughs> obviously. Um, oh, when, when did the Dark Knight Rises come out? Twenty fourteen. Too long ago. Um, but so, yeah, so, spoilers for like a six-year-old trilogy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it's not a Batman movie. It could literally you could have 
anything going on on this. I'll tell you what it could be, Chris. It could be the Bourne identity. It could be <laughs> it could be the start of a Mission Impossible film. It could be it could be anything. It could and be all those million revenge flicks that you see on yeah Netflix. And it's only a Batman film because this guy's name is Bruce Wayne. Because Christian Bale's name and is And the Bruce League Wayne. of Shadows, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and because you've got the League of Shadows. But that's it. That's they are really called the League of it. Shadows in this, aren't they? Not yeah, the League of yeah, Assassins. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the comic book's just the League of Assassins. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it's either. I think it's called the League of Shadows. So the League, anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so, like... It's almost a bit... like It reminded me a bit of Doctor Strange, where he obviously goes to the, to the monks and stuff yeah. like that. But, obviously, you've got Liam Neeson... Who? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was a great get. Yeah, for I mean, you can cast anyone you want in this film, right? But when you've got like, I don't know where it where it's based. Let's just say Tibet. I don't know. I think it might be Tibet. Yeah, if let's say let's say Tibet or Nepal, um, at least. Yeah, somewhere somewhere like that. And then you've got, uh, I don't know. You've just got Liam Neeson, and he's not. He's not. He's not. I'm gonna say it. He's not the right ethnicity, is he? You know what I mean. I mean? I know you get you get someone who is it's a bit like the Ra's al Ghul changes, so I can't quite say. Yeah, but yeah, I get what you mean. He Do doesn't. You know what I mean, he looks like he's out of place. Yeah, being he there. sticks out like a sore thumb in this yeah. film, and that kind of felt a bit odd. But I guess that doesn't really matter. We've got things like Ghost in the Shell and stuff that are like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one sticks out like a sore <laughs> that thumb. Sticks out like a real sore thumb, <laughs> like a sore foot. Even. <laughs> Like an entire sore leg that needs to be amputated. Entire sore hand, you know. Um, (laughs) Like a corpse. (laughs) But yeah, it's only after that first 45 minutes we start to get, like, you know, the Falcone in there and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it takes so long to get going. And also, like, don't get me wrong, I liked the film, but it didn't feel like a Nolan film. I don't know why. Okay. To me, it didn't. And... After watching The Dark Knight, I personally put Batman Begins and The Dark Knight leagues apart. They're leagues apart, those films. I think a lot of people would agree with you. Yeah. Like, let's just talk about Batman Begins first then. Like, being this the first time you've seen it, or it's seen it all the way through, I'm surprised by that. I thought you had seen them all. Um, Yeah, and it feels weird. It feels like a film of, like, Four halves. I know that sounds yeah. stupid, Matt. Yeah, yeah, no, but it feels yeah, like yeah. a film. Of, like when you think it's over, then you got the whole thing about like the bomb that's going to evaporate or the water was it or something to do with hydrogen yeah, or something it, in yeah. the so, slums. So what what happens? And is, then it's got like a whole extra half hour. Yeah. So let me just absolutely just try and bullet right because point I haven't run through this. Uh, I yeah. haven't watched this recently. Gonna, Give me a recap. I'm just going to try and explain the plot of this film in like a yeah. few bullet speedy, points. Speedy, speedy recap. So Bruce Wayne, you're introduced to him. He's in a uh, mining camp. It's a prison, isn't it? He's a prisoner in a mining yeah. camp. You don't know why he's there. He's just isolated himself. Self-imposed exile. Yeah, exactly. Um, he gets introduced to. Uh, Raj al Ghul. Raj al Ghul knows who he is, um, trains him, teaches him the ways of the martial arts and yeah. stuff like that. Um, eventually, Bruce Wayne goes back to Gotham, doesn't like how um, Gotham has gone. Uh, he, After this whole self-imposed exile, he decides that he wants to be a symbol that someone can relate to, that 
isn't is a representation of justice really isn't it he, he doesn't he doesn't want to do it as bruce wayne because he he wants to do it as someone who is um completely separated from gotham so that happens he becomes batman you've got bloody um what's his name who plays scarecrow Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Uh, he's a psychologist or what have you. Uh, he starts going bad. You've also got um, Falcone. Um, first name I can't remember. Carmine. Carmine Falcone is the big crime lord. Uh, he's you know driving Gotham into the ground. So then you've got in this film you've got so many Batman villains. By the way, I didn't realize you've got Carmine Falcone. You've got Joe Chill right at the beginning because of the origin story, yeah. which is just kind of shoved in there throughout part of the film just to make sure it's in there. You've got Raj Al Ghul. You've got Scarecrow. You've also got Victor Zaz in this film twice. Yeah, um, I forgot Zaz was in it. So basically, Falcone's bad. He's working with uh, Raj Al Ghul's kind of. Um, doing everything in the background with the League, uh, this reason that this weapon or what have you from this ship has gone missing. Uh, they're putting... Um, Scarecrow is putting his serum into the water supply. He Falcone goes crazy because of Scarecrow. And then the idea is, is that the, the device that they take from the boat is to then make all the water... The, the serum that they've poured into the water, the crazy serum, yeah, evaporating into yeah. the area. There's a there's a there's an actual name for what the scarecrow uses. It's like that gas, uh, isn't it? Fear, fear gas. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. fear gas, isn't it? Yeah, or nightmare gas or whatever it is. Fear gas. Um, I think I think it's known as the fear serum in yeah. the games or something. Yeah, like so that. fear serum goes into the water uh, and then it causes this, then evaporates it into the air. Uh, and then everyone goes crazy. Yeah, they're putting it in the slums. What do they call the slums of Gotham again? Well, it's actually Arkham Island, isn't it? It's like an island where Arkham... Yeah. It's a bit like in the Arkham games where it gets separated to the rest yeah. of Gotham. Um, which is another Batman storyline called No Man's Land, I believe. Yeah. Where they, which is touched on in The Dark Knight Rises where they separate the island yeah so you know how uh bane does it he closes off the bridges and stuff like that yeah it's a bit like that so it's a, you know there's parts of it that are a callback um but yeah and then at the end raj al ghul's like i'm gonna ride this train into <laughs> into wayne tower <laughs> crazy train by some mad coincidence that's where the city's water supply is uh and it's then, the central hub for everything yeah and basically yeah. jim gordon blows up the bridge and raj al ghul drives it into the ground and blows oh, up and batman's like I'm not going to kill you, but yeah. I don't have to save you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That line is like, no, by by not saving him, you are killing him. Yeah, you're <laughs> really? effectively killing him. Yeah. Like that that was like the logic that people had for the Ben Affleck Batman in Justice League and Dawn of Justice as well, where he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow up your backpack, but it's kind of your own fault, but it's not my fault, so I'm not killing you. Like, it's not my fault that I blew up that boat that crashed into the car that you just drove into it. Yeah, <laughs> That's it, your fault that you died. Well, you I'm only, just here not saving you. You can only blur that line so much, man. Yeah. You can only blur it so much. And like you, You've got one foot either side of the line. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you are yeah. straddling it hard. And also, in this film, before we get on to talking about the Batman in this film... Joffrey is in this film. Yeah, baby Joffrey. Uh, baby Joffrey. I was like, wait, what the fuck's that guy doing in it? Doesn't he play Commissioner Gordon's kid? Uh, is it? He, yeah, I think he does actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he does play, yeah. 
No, he doesn't, because I'm sure it's not him in The Dark Knight. I'm sure. No, but not. I think it was him in... No, he, I'm sure he just plays some random, random-ass kid that um, Christian Bale's love interest just protects when she goes on to Arkham Island. Because I'm sure I watched The Jack Dark... Jack Gleason is his name. Yeah, I'm sure when I watched The Dark Knight, it wasn't him in the film. I'm pretty certain. Chris is just doing some furious research right now while we check this. Anyway, right, I'll leave you to fact check it while I talk about how much I hate this this voice that Christian Bale (laughs) puts on. Um, It's not as bad. Oh, no, he's just credited credited as little boy. Yeah, that's just a random I didn't think he was very important (laughs) in this film. (laughs) But all I could see was Game of Thrones Joffrey. That's all I could see when I watched it. It's weird seeing him as kind of a nice little lad instead of the monster that he was in Game of Thrones. And also, how the hell does this fear gas work? Because he isn't affected by it. They're basically trying to get all the poor people in the city to rip each other apart, aren't they? The cool parts of this film is the fear gas bits are really sick. Where so, you, you see Demon Batman. Yeah, and it's like which all this I found like dripping out I of found mouth. out recently, so I thought that was just like CG. No, they made a second version of the suit that was the nightmare suit. Really? Yeah, that covered the mouth and had all the gnarly stuff. Yeah, that was a proper gnarly costume, yeah. yeah that's that's the word. Yeah, that, um, that creeped me out when I was younger. Yeah, the bit where you've got the bats falling out of Scarecrow's mouth, yeah. you've got um, the, uh, like, almost like a rider. He has, like, here. maggots coming out of him at one point as well. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bit where he's on a... Oh, no, it's when Scarecrow's on a horse, sorry, for yeah. some, some crazy reason he finds a horse and starts riding it. But where it's almost like an, uh, a rider of the apocalypse because the horse has got like plague. red eyes yeah. and stuff. Death and, or plague, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then there's a bit where Batman as well, uh, he's coming in when all the fear gas is leaked and he's got like red eyes and yeah. stuff. And the, all those bits are really sick. But I think of the four horsemen of the apocalypse now. Got war, death, pestilence, and plague, is it? Yeah. But... I just think that you you really didn't need in this. You know what? In this film, I would have been fine with Raj Al Ghul and Scarecrow. Carmine with Fal- Falcone's wasted in this film. I think he's always in other media. I think in the comic books he's had some good storylines, but I think in other media he is typically like a background villain. I think yeah. the most he ever be, uh, got used was in. Gotham, because I was dealing with. Are we talking about Gordon. Scarecrow? Or are we talking uh, about Carmine Falcone? Carmine, yeah. Um, but he has been cast in the Batman as well. I think he's going to do yeah. the same thing. He's going to be like an underlying crime lord type thing. Yeah. He, they never really hit the full potential of how dangerous he is, except for in Gotham. And so, so talking about Batman, some of the parts, like the first Batman unveil in this film, I don't know whether you remember it, like the timing is like meant to be scary or it's meant to be like he's terrifying for villains mm. but it's almost comedic the first unveiling you get of it really makes me laugh the first unveiling you get of christian bale's batman is the um god get my words out <laughs> a thug just turns around and he's there and he's just like he's just like and he just turns around it's there and it's like so it's almost funny but i think at the time it's not as bad because that's like the first kind of serious on-screen batman that we got yeah bar like adam west and stuff yeah and um well he's not michael keaton (laughs) well yeah so you got adam west you, you had one in the 40s it was the more darker version of batman that we got in this one well you had uh, so, like you said, you had Michael Keaton, 
Yeah. The in the Tim Burton films. Then you add Val Kilmer. Then oh, you okay. add George Clooney. Yeah. Then you add Christian Bale. Yeah, so I know he's not the first real version of Batman that we've seen on screen, but he's like the darker. Yeah, the realistic, the edgy. Yeah, but, oh man, I, you know what? I, I like these films, don't get me wrong, I like yeah. them. But what really, like, just, it's the cowl, it's the, he has to move his whole body, what? which gets which gets <laughs> fixed in the Dark Knight. Yeah, so, like, it was all one piece, the, the like, the the cowl and the going into the cape type thing, wasn't it? It was a big yeah. rubber unit that squashed his mouth in like this and he had a straight mouth and he's doing the voice as well. Yeah. It feels like he shouldn't be doing the voice. It was just because like the mask was like choking yeah. him. Like, I know. And you know, he's like kind of, he kind of does it. And then in Dark Knight, he like fully does it. And then in Dark Knight Rises, he even more does yeah. it. It's just like the voice gets like progressive. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like he suddenly develops like a lisp. He always leaves his mouth. It's like he's, it's like he's trained himself to be able to do it. It's like in Batman Begins. It's like Nolan saying to Christian Bale, "Right, just just don't make it sound like your voice." So we so yeah, try and disguise so your voice. Just like doing this, and he's just like doing <gasps> like you like you're being like a cool action character. <laughs> and then it's like, right now you need to growl and talk at the same yeah. time. But it's funny because Christian Bale says to um, Lucius Fox in The Dark Knight, he says, I need to be able to move my neck in the cowl. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, yes, Christian Bale, Did you, you do, because that looks <gasps> ridiculous. Where, where, where is it? Yeah. <laughs> if you can't, I know you can't see me right now. I'm sort of like hunching my neck like I can't move my neck from my shoulders. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, I, I thought it was fine. Batman Begins was fine. Yeah. But I think when I you... think the intro, like you were saying, like it was a totally different film. But I thought that was quite interesting, seeing like the journey to becoming the Batman, like the training it took and everything like that. Yeah, I think Rachel, Rachel Ghul, Rachel Ghul. I don't care how you want to yeah, say yeah, it. We're gonna say either one. Yeah, like Rachel Ghul, uh, like was pretty cool having like the League of Assassins in there straight yeah. away. Like having like an entire organization. I think because they lingered in the background throughout all the films. Then until. They resurfaced in mm. The Dark Knight Rises. It's a shame. One really cool bit that they could have put in there that wasn't in the film was just a little bit of context about how he came back. Obviously, we know yeah. that's the Ra's al Ghul thing, that he can come back because of the Lazarus yeah. bit. But it would have been cool just for those that don't know and just it just sees like Neil, Liam Neeson's come back. It would have been cool, like just to have flashbacks every now and then to maybe someone we, finding him. Did we get any reference to the Lazarus Pit in? No, Zilch, I think. No, I don't think we get anything. Like it would have made more sense then if he also somebody took his body. One of the assassins took his body from the crash and brought him back to life in the Lazarus Pit again. Yeah, maybe that could have like lifted the stakes yet again in the Dark Knight Rises when you find out that's Talia Al Ghul. Yeah. And then it's like, <gasps> but Rachel Ghoul is back as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think we start to get more Nolan as we move into The Dark Knight. Like that intro sequence with the clown robbery. Uh, just quickly, rob- before we move on from The Batman Begins, I think this is the most Gotham that Gotham has ever looked as well. Like yeah. after that, it's just Manhattan. Yeah, it's just yeah, another name for Manhattan. Like it just looks like a city, but in... 
uh, Batman Begins, like it looks like a gothic place. Like you've got all the CGI, like the tower and the overground railways, yeah, yeah. and like the slums, like layers and layers of slums and stuff. Yeah, and it starts to just modernize it a little bit, a bit more. Maybe I kind of preferred. Like I like the way that it looks in Batman Begins. Like it feels more like Gotham. Like yeah. I said, the rest of the time it just feels like Batman in New York. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and to be fair, it's one of those where like visually it probably would have looked more unique but i think maybe that's what makes you know it kind of grounds the films a bit more i suppose in that sort of aspect yeah it definitely the setting definitely suits it more in the dark night the dark night rises Mm. being just manhattan reskinned that does suit the nolan style and like where the stories were going and stuff like that whereas batman begins is the most probably superhero-esque one that there is yeah i agree like that's like the most that's in line with a superhero film and it's got the weird sort of Gotham. Yeah. Which I like I said, I do prefer stylistically, but the setting like imagine that setting with that version of Bane, it just wouldn't have worked the same. Mm. Like mm. it definitely felt like Christopher Nolan was like, Okay, I'd I know what I wanna do now yeah. with the second and the third one. Yeah, it's almost like uh yeah. And everything sort of followed suit from that. Like he, he had a clearer vision for what he wanted. Yeah, you could tell he was a lot more comfortable just watching The Dark Knight now. Like you can tell how much more comfortable he is with how that how Gotham should be mm. and the people and the villains and and Christian Bale's Bat, uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman. You can tell how much more comfortable yeah, he is in directing. Much more all that. refined. Maybe he struggled with the thing that a lot of superhero franchises do of the origin story. Maybe he struggled to make it his own mm. and like stray from the path type thing maybe yeah. maybe that's what it was uh, i also get a lot of american psycho vibes from before we get onto the dark night and just last little bits and i got a lot of american psycho vibes from is it american psycho yeah where yeah. he plays the murderer yeah a lot of american psycho vibes from um christian bale in this because i don't think they're miles off I know, obviously, American Psycho is a bit of a classic. I'm just reaching for it on my shelf now to try and see if I can find out where it's from. But I'm struggling, so I'm just going to leave it. Um, what do you mean, where it's from? When it's from, sorry. Um, late 90s, I believe. Yeah, so he's a lot younger in it. But like, there's bits and bobs of his Bruce Wayne is quite similar to the character that you get in American Psycho, but a lot less in the... Um, uh, uh, the year 2000. Yeah. So the latest of the 90s, as in the next decade. (laughs) Yeah, but like enough where it, yeah, I don't know. You get a lot less of that kind of vibe in The Dark Knight. He's a lot more of a Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight than what he is in Batman Begins, in my opinion. American Psycho also starred another version of the Joker with Jared Leto in there. Very true. It's all connected. connected. (laughs) Okay, so we've decided, guys, we're going to cut this into two parts now. We want to give The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, the time they deserve to talk about. Heath Ledger was too good to cut short, and we wanted to talk about Tom Hardy. So this is part one of two parts of The Dark Knight Trilogy. Yeah, this is actually us from the future. We we rec- we recorded pretty much the whole thing, but realised that we, we've got things to do, so we were rushing The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, so we're going to do that again in part two. Yeah. Um. So for now... You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter yes. at GetRealPod. And our email is GetRealPodUK at gmail.com if you want to send us any notes for the show. Uh, and also, you can check us out on Apple Music, Spotify, Podcast Stitcher, and wherever you get Five your stars podcasts. And 
please leave us a review share us with your friends uh do anything you can if you enjoy the podcast try to get other people to enjoy yep. it too share us on your instagram stories please and also interact with our instagram stories we're putting polls on there a lot more lately so just let us know it's a chance to reach out to us and we will comment on these polls yeah get real isn't just two people it is a community Ooh, that we it's, want a to build. it's a society <laughs> holding a mirror up to society i i can't say anything see else you in me. part two <laughs> where we talk about society and the joker see you next week <laughs> it's not even next week it's in two days see you then <laughs>